Some great stuff there by Kevin Harlan, voice of Westwood One's Super Bowl coverage. And My favorite so, part's the part where he likes your voice. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have you cut that little clip right there, and I'm going to have that on uh, my that's gonna be career our, resume. That's going to be our video, because we have to do the video thingies <laughs> yeah. now. That's going to be our video today. <laughs> our top play is going to be the interview, obviously. I may not uh, know what the hell I'm talking about, but gosh dang it. You sound good. I sound good. <laughs> no, I really appreciate Kevin Harlan coming on. And again, our uh, Super Bowl broadcast on Sunday. So you were explaining this to me during the break. So we air the Chiefs on Coil, right? Yes. So yeah, the, but you the, can't air the Chiefs yep. radio network on Sunday. Yeah, it's an NFL thing. That is that all their affiliates? Like, what do they do uh-huh. in Kansas City? Yeah, I think you get the Westwood One broadcast. I can't. I don't. Know. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Let, let me get to the. Um, that is weird. Yeah, I want to get to the the explanation that we got because we we found this out in the I think it was in the AFC Championship game is when we first got. Uh, wind of how this will work. Uh, I got to go back on yeah. the uh, explanation. Uh, yeah, you can. Edit. But I might have to text Josh Klingler and find out. Um, yeah, so it's just it's kind it's kind of strange. Um, let's see. I'm still looking for it here, but yeah, basically, long story short, you've got the uh, NFL has basically claimed that the official like radio rights to the the conference championship games and the Super Bowl it's an interesting question about the Kansas City market I think maybe this is just me guessing I mean I could look it up but what fun would that be it's better just speculate and throw stuff against the wall Um, I could see it being the local market kind of when they put an NFL network or prime game on a local affiliate because yeah that but I could see it being that since we're not in their DMA I don't know yeah. You learn something new every day. Whatever. You do learn something new every day. And the thing, the takeaway from this entire four-hour show, Kevin Harlan, Nick Hanley's biggest fan. <laughs> That's it. If you take anything away from this show today. If you heard me talk longer, he, he might change his opinion. So we probably got him right in the sweet spot there. Coming soon to an audiobook near you, the docile tones of Nick Hanley. Okay, so now I'm getting an explanation from, okay. from our... Um, our fearless leader, Mark, he says, uh, Kansas City and San Francisco markets get the home broadcast, but no one else does. Okay. So, yeah. So if you're in the local market for okay. the teams represented, you Makes get sense. it. And so that went back to the uh, conference championship games as well. Hmm. So, yes, if you're in Kansas City, you will have that uh, on have the that Chiefs option. Radio Network. But, uh, yes. So what will happen is you will hear normal Chiefs Network programming of the pregame. And then once they go to the actual the, broadcast, game broadcast itself, yep. You will go over to Westwood One. You'll have Westwood One, which if you're a Chiefs fan, that's fine because you got Kevin Harlan. Yeah, that's like the, the old days. And then once they go to the post game, it'll be back to the actual Chiefs post game. Now on sixteen twenty, the zone react and Taylor Swift, all that right. crap. Yeah. You will have all of the Westwood One coverage. Um, which now, if you're familiar with our Sunday programming on most NFL days, uh, most NFL, I should say uh, Sundays, uh, you will notice that we do have. Uh, the the previews, the insider shows, but they have been those times have been altered to kind of run uh, concurrently with leading up to the Super Bowl. So starting at one o'clock right here on sixteen twenty the zone, you'll have the Super Bowl preview show that'll be for an hour. Then at two o'clock, you'll have the Super Bowl insider show that'll go from two to three, and then there's a special Super Bowl Sunday pregame show going on from three to four. And then at four o'clock, the actual game broadcast will lead so you. So basically, from one to ten, 
you've got Super Bowl you know what this coverage is like. right here on the zone. This is like uh, when they showed pregame on NBC, and then you're ready for the game against oh, Miami, yeah, and, then go, and then you then go, they go to, the to Peacock. Co- it's like, oh yeah, hey, by the way. If you're still tuned in and you haven't seen the game, well, you're missing because it's on the cock right Yeah. Jump on the cock because that's where the game is. (laughs) But we'll be back after. Yep. So, okay. Yeah. And that was the weird thing, too. Yeah. Then having the PK, the the, the Peacock game on, and then you go back to NBC for the post game. And it was just. It's like two middle fingers. It was kind of. Don't blame us. It's, I mean, it's radio. And still, I mean, you're getting Westwood. I mean, yes. Really? We would love to give you the Chiefs' actual, like, game broadcast uh, for our our faithful Chiefs listeners and our faithful 1290 Coil listeners, but uh, that's... Oh, yeah. That, coil that ain't base. our decision. The coil fan base loves them some Chiefs, hates yep. them some Taylor Swift. Well, yeah. I mean, that that does go without saying. Yeah. Um, I, I've been giving more thought on the uh, the Taylor Swift prop bet of the five and a half of scene. They're going over. I, I, see, I still think it's over. They're going over because CBS did the football people a solid during the playoffs, but in the Super Bowl... You don't matter anymore. It's well, all about the, inter- the casuals. Yeah, there's the entertainment aspect. So they're going to the go all Swifty, and so what, they might just have so Taylor what, with Tony. What Lee said about the like the directives. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. But I almost think like the somebody else the is going to tell them. The, yeah, will get her. the producer protocol would be like, uh, no, we we need to we need to find a sweet spot in hitting a blank the, space, if you will. <laughs> there you go. Or else it'll be trouble when the boss walks in. We don't want karma. No. Um, that you, you will bad see blood with Roger Goodell. Exactly. See, it can, we can go on forever with that. Um, they'll they'll find the sweet spot, and I think that sweet spot sweet spot is still more than five and a half. I think yeah. it's I think it's probably around six. And then of course, if and the more if Travis, Travis Kelsey, does, yep, if he's having an appearance, oh, there's his wife. I right? They're going to a key party after the game. Hey, Jim, football's cool, isn't it? Gosh, are we ready for that? Why does she have an anklet and a pineapple in the booth? You know, you know, it, it is an interesting part of the conversation with the Super Bowl coverage. We know Westwood One is going to be, you know, they're going to be awesome because of the guy that we just talked to there at the end of the eight o'clock hour. I would say, if I had to make a prediction right now, this will be Tony Romo's prediction? last Super Bowl. Pain. This will be Tony Romo's last Super Bowl. Wow. Ever. That's my prediction. So Reba, Tony Romo, calling it. Both uh, going to die. We'll tell you more later. Well, Tony Romo's not going to be playing another Super Bowl. We know that. Not that he ever played in the Super Bowl to begin with, but this is his last uh, Super Bowl call. That's yeah. coming that's up my in a prediction. few months. Why is Tony Romo in this box? We'll tell you next. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ending his life. I'm just saying the. Why is Reba going to be in the montage next year at the Oscars? We'll tell you next. Like there was an actual, uh, was it Washington Post? I think it was the Washington Post that actually had an article on the Tony Romo shtick about how it was well embraced. When he first got on the scene and he was able to, you know, predict plays. The next and, Madden. Yeah. And now, and now it's gotten very stale. And like there was a deep dive into that. Now people are like, no, instead of John Madden, it's more Steve Madden. <laughs> it's more, uh, it's getting to be more Dennis Miller. Yeah. No. But I Just still think the. Make a Franco Prussian war reference during the game Sunday. Oh my gosh. I, uh, Jim, the Chiefs have about as much chance as you, the Byzantine Empire had. Do you ever stop? Had. Do you ever stop and think they had Dennis Miller in the Monday Night Football booth with Tony Kornheiser? Oh, um, how drunk was the Monday Night Football decision makers? Two thousand was a weird time, Nick. You remember? <laughs> we both were very good in two thousand. Yeah, that is so true. We had some fun. That is true. Uh, I was twenty one, and, and I always said Dennis Miller would have been okay on Monday Night Football had it been on HBO because then we could have gotten the true Dennis Miller that we got from his show at the yep. time. Which was pretty funny. Yes. 
No, I, I and that yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm not a I'm not anti Dennis Miller. It was I'm anti Dennis Miller in the in Monday football Night Football booth. broadcast booth. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was there's like, a reason talk why about it, once Madden was available. Yeah, and that was just so weird. I, I think the Greg Olson part of the conversation when it comes to you know who might be a free agent or who might be looking for a different responsibility. Uh, to me, if you're CBS and you're looking at who you currently have with Jim Nance and who you could potentially get, I don't even think it's close. Like I, I feel like y- you you back up the money train to Greg Olson. It's like I said after the championship game, he and Burkhart, and, and I know we've talked about all three of us, that does Burkhart sound like a big game voice? I think he's getting there. It takes yeah. time. They do a solid job. That NFC championship, they're great. Really, really good broadcast. It's a good team. It, it really is. It's a good team. And that would maybe be the only kind of, I guess, risk is you take him away from a guy that I think they feed off of each other very, very well. But I also think, I agree with Gary. He, he pointed this out, and I started kind of paying attention a little bit more to it, that the Tony Romo element has actually brought Jim down. Like, there were some games where Jim was yelling during scoring plays when he never does that now he was back to i think his old self in the afc championship game and i think he'll be good sunday and yeah i I think jim knows the audience and i think he knows how to sort of insulate himself from maybe tony's impact no jim during the tournament this year you won't get him to augusta that's true and I, I, I think I think Tony hears this too so i wonder now if tony's going to be trying too hard like i just it's not a good spot that that broadcast is in and so, yeah, I'm with you. I don't worry about Jim Nance in this particular setting, but I'm curious how Tony's going to be on Sunday. I just, I, I get the feeling this is his last Super Bowl. I, I don't, I don't think he is back with the A team uh, when it comes back around for CBS doing the Super Bowl. That's it just seems like mm-hmm. it's not just us that are noticing this and are bringing it up. It's being written about. It's being discussed at I think higher levels. And you are also seeing budding stars that are being pushed out of their spot because... That are only getting better. Yeah. That Greg Olson... I, I can only imagine how good of a pairing Greg Olson and Jim Nance would be. I think it would yeah. be fantastic. Because again, it's the energy of Tony Romo that's sometimes... Well, not sometimes. Most times misplaced. And I think it becomes very awkward or somewhat uncomfortable for Jim Nance to try to recover from that. Greg Olson is a... He is a fountain of NFL knowledge, but he doesn't present it in a in-your-face, exuberant way that you're just like, what? There was something that happened in the fourth quarter. We talked about this where the way he described it, I even said it's like football for dummies. Yeah. Like I feel smarter listening to him because he's enjoying something simple. And we nerd out to stuff. That's why we enjoy the Manning cast because when they go all football and you're learning, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's and, and Greg does a good job at that. Yeah, he's one of the best. And again, Tom Brady could be very good. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, Greg Olson needs to just kind of sit along the sidelines for a moment Why? and be be the number two. For being at, good at your job? Well, there, I, I, think, I think the hope is that if Brady doesn't work, he'll slide right back in. To me, that is more uncomfortable than anything of you had it, Isn't then you lost it. and then seconds are terrible Exactly. Birds, like I wasn't good enough to, to keep me around. Now you want me to come back? Although the leverage that he would have would be uh, pretty significant there, yeah. I, I just think if you're if you're CBS, you have to make a run at him, 
And now, obviously, there are maybe other opportunities when it comes to – I mean, NBC has shown that they're willing to shake things up if need be. Chris Collinsworth is not getting any younger. I mean, that's always an option. Maybe Amazon, maybe Kirk Herbstreet is – uh, wanting to just concentrate on college football alone, and so maybe Al Amazon. Michaels, like, please, yeah. I mean, I could see Al Michaels, and well, I, I think Al Michaels and Greg Olson would be fantastic too. I think there's going to be some interesting options, but when it comes down to it, I just I know the CBS product to be a very very good one, and lately it hasn't been. Coming up next year, a Hanley and Olson on the zone. <laughs> we'd love to have Greg in the uh, with a in, in the studio, Kevin Harlan. Yeah, be that. We, we we'd love to have all of those guys in, involved, but yeah, it's. It, it it could be, and I hope it isn't, because I think when all is said and done, Jim Nance will make sure that the product is as satisfying as possible, but it could be an uncomfortable listen slash watch on Sunday. But then it comes back to the original part of this conversation, and that is how many times will they direct over to Taylor Swift? Because sometimes it has nothing to do with even the directors themselves. It's part of the conversation that's going on in the booth. Sometimes it's right. just brought up organically, and then you feel obligated. Whoever's got the camera on that booth is going to mm-hmm. get over there. But yeah, it's it's if Travis Kelsey. So for you're every saying good when Jim does, Nance tells Tony, Tony, you belong with me. Boom, yeah. they show her. There it is. If we got to see some swag surfing, though, I'm going to. Tony, did you ever date it. the cheer captain or the girl in the bleachers? Yeah. Again, if you missed earlier our predictions, plot twist: Taylor um, Swift was the cheerleader, not the girl in the bleachers. I got the Chiefs winning, although I, I really hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong, too. And I've been I wrong. hope I'm wrong because I think they're going to win. I just think we're cursed. They're going to win, I've been uh, wrong with, win forever. Uh, I've been wrong with back-to-back Nebraska uh, road victory predictions. It'll be like those elections and dictatorships where the guy wins 99% to one and the person who voted against him is uh, executed. <laughs> That's kind of what wow. it's like with the Chiefs. See, I could do morbid. You, you're wow. putting Reba and Tony in a grave, and I, ne- I, I brought up executions. I never, I never said they're going to die. Okay. Their Super Bowl careers. I mean, we'll all die eventually, but I'm just saying. So I've been I told. I, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, you know, Reba is close to that. In fact, someone. Uh, She's 68. Uh, Bruin, She's St- Bruin Steve made sure he reminded us with a, a very cool gif of how badass she was in Tremors. She was. She ain't going anywhere. Yeah, rise and shine, Valentine. You're not getting any penetration even with the elephant gun. Uh-huh. She was great. Dating uh, advice too, apparently. <laughs> Rest in peace, Fred Ward. That's Taken true. too soon. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Matt Verzel, get his thoughts on the big game, and just, you know, thoughts thoughts on life in general, as we always do with Verz. He joins us right after this.